The Mishnah says, Rameir said, anyone that is occupied with the study of Torah for its own sake merits many things. And then the Mishnah goes on to enumerate many of those things that he merits. So, those things which the one studying Torah Lushma would merit. We have to understand about this. What type of a yid, what category of yid is Meir directing this Mishnah at? Because either way, if he's talking about a yid whose study of Torah is already Lishma for the sake of the Torah itself, so then, if he's doing it not for reward, but for the sake of the Torah itself, so then he's not interested in what the reward could be. So why is he telling him what the reward is? Or that there is reward? He's learning it for Lishma, for the sake of the Torah itself, not for those things which our mayor is telling him that he could merit as a result of studying Lishma. But and if he's talking to a type of a Jew that is not yet on the level of studying Torah for its own sake, his intention, Rabbi Meir's intention is to try to sway this year that he should too should study Torah so how is he going to do that? If he's now going to be learning the Torah in order to merit those things which Rameir is telling him, so then that, by definition, is not Torah Lushma. So exactly who is he talking to? It would seem that one could say, that this is similar to what the Rambam explains, in them was Torah's maftiach, Gashmi is the getoiv, the Ramam explains why the Torah uh, promises us material gain, benefits, for doing t- uh, studying Torah and, and being Mekai Mitzvahs. And the question that the Rambam has is, the material reward is of no consequence when we talk about studying Torah and Mitzvahs. It's much less than he, the person deserves. So then what is the Torah trying to do by promising us material gain? So he explains that so that the Yid should know that if we do it with joy and gladness of heart that Hashem promises us that He will remove any other obstacles anything that would interfere with our study of Torah and doing mitzvahs and that he will give us all those things which will support us in our study of Torah. So the promise of material goods is only to assist you in studying Torah, to continue to study Torah and do mitzvahs. But it's not the reward for the Torah mitzvahs. So in a similar way we could say in regards to our question, 
Midem zokt on Rab Meir the Meisik b'Torah Lushma. That what this is what Rab Meir is telling the person that studies Torah Lushma as a rezeich levarim harbe that he will merit many things. Vel chavelin health narapnem and the minias from bilbulim in zalimid atayra that he will uh, merit many of those things which will help him to remove any of those things which interfere with his studying Torah Lushma. As he continues, Rameya tells us immediately, not only that, that the whole world is worthy of being created just for him. Which means that not only will the worldly matters not interfere with his study of Torah, to the contrary, the that the whole world is worthy of serving him of being in support of him, it's created for his sake. The inyana from velt health in all worldly matters will help him. As that he should be able to study Torah in tranquility, peace and tranquility. So, in other words, this is not rewards for his studying Torah lishma. It is only telling him that these things will help him and assist him to continue to study Torah lishma. So one could answer that. However, the beard is of an speak, but this is not enough enough of an answer. Because it only addresses a few of the details that Rameir tells us one merits from studying Tayrulishma. But many of the other details that he promises have nothing to do with removing any obstacles or interferences from our ability to be able to study Some of the things that Rameir um, lists there is It doesn't seem that these things are can be said to be the reward or uh, something that you merit from studying Tehrelushma. For instance, Achadim, to list a number of them. One of them is Oyves HaMokem, Oyves HaBriyas. He loves Hashem and he loves the people. Oyvdem is doch da achiyah mitzvah and ha How could you say that this is something which comes as a result of studying Tehrelushma? This is a mitzvah. This is actually one of the mitzvahs of the Torah. Two of them, actually. That you should love Hashem. To love another Jew. So these are not results of studying Torah Lishma. These are obligations that every Jew has. Number two, It distances him from sin. Do we really need that very unique... Um, quality of studying Torah Lushma, which is a very high quality. Do we need that, that a yid should be distanced from sin? For that it should be enough. You're afraid of being punished. Or on a higher level, you're afraid of the sin itself. You don't want to do anything that would upset Hashem and so on. Noch even more so. Earlier in Pirkei Yavaz, it's clearly stated, you should focus on these three things, and you will not come to do an Avera. And he lists the three things from where you come and so on. So, 
it doesn't need total to be distanced from Averis. And those things are very simple things. And that if you focus on those things, you will be, you won't come to do an Avera. So why do we need Torah in order to be distanced from sin? Number three, he's a person that forgives when somebody insults him. He looks away. He doesn't need to respond. Lachayre is the in them nish nika the grace of Milo was kum from learning Torah lishma. Here we don't see the great uh, quality of studying Torah lishma, but a meichel zaynaf an elbim because what, that somebody should be forgiving for somebody's insult as haste as a filter baleidukin, which means if he's forgiving it, it means that he felt the insult, but he's willing to forgive. Is noch nish the emes Milo from bittel? That is not a real level of bittel, a true level of bittel that you felt the insult but then are willing to forgive is not true bittel. A tifere bittel is what would be a deeper level of bittel when he doesn't even register the insult. It, he doesn't care about the insult. So there's no need to forgive. He doesn't feel insulted to begin with. That would be a true level of bittel that might come from but that a person is insulted but is willing to forgive doesn't seem to be the result of studying there's also a few things that we have to focus on the wording of this statement amongst them is number one it encloses him it envelops him in humility and fear and he doesn't use the more common expression as that through studying he would become humble and God-fearing that he will um, reach, attain humility and fear of Hashem what is this meaning of it envelops him with uh, humility and fear number two we benefit from him, people will be able to benefit from him, counsel and, and help and so on. And it doesn't say they will uh, ask him, they will come to ask him for an Eitzah, for some advice and so on. They will receive from him, why does it say, they benefit, they enjoy um, his counsel. A third thing we have to understand, but I'm seeing from the Maimah state at the end of this uh, statement of Rameir, it says, it puts him, it elevates him, makes him greater and elevates him over all things that happen. What is the difference between it makes him greater and it elevates him above everything that's going on? What are, what are the two things it makes him greater and elevates him? The beer in them. So the explanation of all this. Reb Meir is medayik as dor retzer vegen enavos is oisig b'toyde l'shma. Reb Meir is telling us that it's talking about somebody who is involved in the study of toyde l'shma. Because the kavon in them is, his intent here is, l'shma meint, what does l'shma mean? As men lernet nish sulib oisnutzenem limud oivelches is tachlis that he's not studying Torah in order to be able to use the knowledge or to use the, the study of Torah for some agenda. 
for some end result. It's only for the sake of learning itself. He doesn't have any intention of using his learning in any other way. Not even for a holy purpose. The For instance, an example of that would be somebody studies Torah so that he knows how to behave as a Jew. He studies Shulchan Aruch in order to know what to do. That would be studying Torah for an agenda, for a very holy agenda, but still for an agenda. Nor He studies it only for the sake of Torah, which means Hasagas at Torah for his to be able to understand the wisdom of Hashem, so live limit only for the sake of the study of Torah itself. That's what Torah, that's what Rabbi Meir is saying. That's what Torah Lishma is. So that's what Lishma means. What does one who is occupied with studying Torah Lishma? What does that mean? As a learned in them that he learns, studies Torah Lishma in a way of Isaac, which means he's completely involved in it. He works hard at it. It's something that he toils to do. That his learning of Torah is in a way like somebody runs a business. When a person is running a business, he's involved, he's into it day and night. And he never stops thinking about it. Even when he goes home, he's still thinking about it. So when going back to the nimshal, to the person that studies Torah Lishma, his, he's completely invested into studying Torah Lishma. That becomes what his entire focus of life is to study Torah Lishma. It's ASIC, which means he's like, he's like a business. You never forget, you never stop, you never rest. So that's what their mayor is describing. So, hey, since we're talking about somebody who is that involved in the study of the question could come up for him. Our sages tell us, somebody who says, I want nothing other than Torah. I want to study Torah, that's all I'm interested in. If he says that, then he doesn't even have Torah. A person, what is required is that a person should be studying Torah and into Torah, but that has to come along with doing kindness for other people as well. Which means even somebody that studies Torah also has to be involved in how can you be involved in doing uh, kind, acts of loving kindness? You have to be involved with people in order to know what they need, in order to be able to provide them what they need. even more so. If you want to be involved in doing acts of kindness properly, this is something that in order to reach it, in order to attain it well, you have to work on your own morals and, and character to refine yourself to be somebody who has empathy and that wants to help other people and that's why you help end up helping other people and to have feeling for somebody else it also involves to not be arrogant and not hold yourself on a higher standard than another person 
which would interfere with your doing loving kindness for that person. In order to be able to attain these kinds of character refinements, it takes effort. You have to be involved in that too. And even besides for Gemilus Chasadim, just the mitzvahs that a person has that he owes to Hashem, you have to awaken love for Hashem, that takes effort. To have the proper reverence for Hashem is also something that needs work. These things don't happen on their own. You have to work very hard for them. Especially according to the teaching of the Rambam, which he says, How does one, the Rambam says, how does one reach the love and reverence of Hashem? You have to focus on the, the way Hashem behaves, what He does, and the, His creation. The great... Um, amazing creation that Hashem brought about and he will see the great wisdom of Hashem in the creation immediately he will be taken by a feeling of love and when he thinks about these things these things themselves he will immediately feel humbled and small in the presence of Hashem which is the meaning of the reverence of Hashem, awe and reverence. So in other words, the Ramam is saying, in order to be able to have Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, you have to focus on what Hashem does. So this person who was involved in studying Torah and not just studying it, but doing it, fully involved in it, since his whole interest and preoccupation is in the study of Torah How is he going to be able to accomplish all those other areas in the service of Hashem? Will he be lacking in all of those things because he is studying Torah involved in Torah If his involvement in the study of Torah would not be on the level of Lishma, nor He would be studying Torah in order to be able to know what to do in the service of Hashem. Which includes, of course, any issue involved in, this, in the service of Hashem would be included in his study of Torah. He needs to know how to do it and what to do. Uh, then his study of Torah and the doing, the fulfilling of the mitzvahs like Avas Hashem, Hashem, Hashem would not be contradictory to each other. Nor other to the contrary, says our limit was brought him to Hashem because his study of Torah is designed to bring him to serve Hashem properly. But since we're talking about somebody whose study of Torah is not with any other side agenda, not even in order to know what had the proper way to do mitzvahs. He never thinks about what he will achieve and he will gain by the study of Torah. He studies only for the understanding of Torah itself. Is it a matzah? 
So then he is always in a situation as a trachting ganzenish wegen sich, that he never thinks about himself and how this affects him, how this will elevate him, and so on, and how, what levels he can achieve in his Avedis Hashem through the story of Torah. He doesn't have the time to, to analyze whether he is already on a level where he, uh, he refined himself, his character traits, or not. And certainly that he doesn't have the time to, uh, you know, be occupied in in gemilus chasodim, mention arum zich, which involves getting involved with people around him. So what is going to happen to all of his other areas of serving Hashem besides for learning Torah lishma? All of those will suffer since his study of Torah doesn't in any way influence or it doesn't focus on what does it mean in the real world in the service of Hashem. That's not what Torah focuses on. So what's going to happen to all the other areas of Avedis Hashem? Vav. Is Rameh Mechadish to this? Rameh comes along and he says, that somebody who studies Torah merits many things. Their diuk is zeicha. The focus here, the word is zeicha. He merits. Not that this is a reward for he does for what he does. This is something that he merits. The schar was the eved to tzolta eden falimin at Torah v'kiyimam mitzvahs is be'erich to the Torah umitzad mitzvahs atzman. The reward that Hashem gives for Torah mitzvahs is within is sort of tailored to the Torah mitzvahs themselves. And this would be true even according to the opinion whether the reward for mitzvahs are a re- they come from, they are a result of the Torah mitzvahs that you do or another way of looking at it is it doesn't really come from, with, from the Torah mitzvahs it's something which is given completely from a higher level not the Torah mitzvahs that you did bring forth this kind of reward. No, the reward is something much greater than the Torah mitzvahs. Like a skula, which is not necessarily the result. When, when somebody gets paid for a job, it's not somebody's giving him something unrelated to the work that he did. It is related to the work that he did. When somebody gives somebody a... Uh, you know, you find money, so it's unrelated to what you did. You were walking the street, you found money, it's completely unrelated. The, uh, and some say that the reward for mitzvahs is more similar to finding money. So even according to that opinion that says that it's like a gift given for doing a mitzvah, it still is within which means within the uh, same range of the mitzvah. Because since every mitzvah has its particular reward, it's understood as the schar damos to the mitzvah is Obviously, there is a some connection between the mitzvah and the reward which was chosen for this mitzvah. So there must be a relationship between the two. 
certainly then according to the opinion of Schar Mitzvahs that the reward for a mitzvah is like a natural result of what you do in the mitzvah from the mitzvah gufa, from the mitzvah itself is the chavada the schar be'erich to the mitzvah gufa. so certainly the reward is in accordance with the mitzvah so similarly in our case the schar for Eisu B'tayr is in the Mzalbim Inyan that the reward for Eisig B'tayr is in the same idea as Eisig B'tayr the Hainu which means a connection that establishes a connection to the one who gave the Torah Hashem because the Torah and Hashem are one of course when the far kemenisht onruf and the dvarim harba and therefore these things which are listed here they can't be called the reward for the mitzvah because the reward for the mitzvah of Isaac Lishma, which is purely for the sake of connection to Hashem, of studying the Torah, simply for the sake of studying the Torah. So the reward for that must also be that one becomes connected to Hashem and not these uh, things which are listed in this Mishnah. The Baal does in Zich because in those things that Rameir lists it doesn't express the idea of being connected to Hashem to the one who gave the Torah so therefore it's not a reward it's just a something that you merit this is what Rameir is telling us as in that in addition to the main reward which comes as a result of is there in addition to that he also merits many other things he receives as a mer- as an additional merit like a side benefit many other things which are essentially on a much lower level than the idea of studying for that he will be rewarded on the level of Torah that, that these things which Rebmeir lists are all things which assist a Yid, especially a Yid that's Isaac B'Tayr and therefore becomes worried about how is he going to be able to manage to do all those other mitzvahs since they, it's so time, it, it takes so much time to be able to commit yourself and to do them properly. So he's Zeichet to these things that will assist them in being able to manage to do all those other Inyonim Avedis Hashem as well. As will now be explained. Zayin. These many things that the one who studies Tere Lushma merits, can be divided into two general categories. Things which they come to they come to the person on their own. It doesn't have to work in order to receive them. And then there are other things that he merits them only partially. And therefore, in order to attain them fully, he's going to have to put in work in order to attain them fully. Thus which means he will merit to have them with a, a, a lighter load of Aveda than anyone, anyone else would have to put in. 
Someone else, in order to reach that, would have to put a lot of work into it. He will achieve it, attain it, with much less work. But still he's going to have to do something, he'll have to do some level of Aveda in order to be able to attain and achieve those levels properly and fully. And that is the wording, the particular wording that Rameir uses, unusual wording. He is enveloped in humility and fear, God-fearing. It prepares him, it makes him ready, it makes him prepared to be a tzaddik, a chosid, upright, proper, and, and, uh, and trustworthy. It distances him from sin. And it brings him closer to uh, merits, to mitzvahs. Because it doesn't come on its own. It prepares you, it puts you into a place where you will be able to attain it but on your own. You'll have to attain it. But it's much easier to attain it when you're already close to it, when you're enveloped by it and you just have to absorb it, and so on. Your studying of only accomplishes that you are enveloped by that it becomes like a garment, you it, it surrounds you, it envelops you, like I said. In Anaifan it still remains on the surface. The Adam like a garment is upon the person, not within the person. but they don't become one with you, Biz until you it this becomes your character. That doesn't happen. It doesn't say Nasa Onaviyore, he becomes humble and God fearing. That's not what happens. It only envelops you, which means that it's close to you, you can so easily absorb it now. Or more easily absorb it now. So also Torah only makes you ready to be able to become a tzaddik and a neman. Marchik from Chait. It distances you from the sin, but it doesn't mean that you'll never commit a sin. Similar to what we say that a, a tzaddik, things don't happen, sins don't happen to a tzaddik. In other, similar to that, of course a tzaddik could also deliberately commit a sin, but he is not in the state where it happens easily, that he would fall into a sin. He won't fall into it because he's far from it. And also he says that it brings you close to mitzvahs. But in order to become a tzaddik and a trustworthy person, actually, that a person should actually be um, not commit sins and to actually do mitzvahs, of course he has to do his own effort. He's going to have to do all those things. But it's much closer and more easily attained because it's close and it develops you and it's, you're f- close to this and far from the negative things and so on. 
Similarly, also he is willing to forego, forgive his insult. The the Torah that he studies, which is like the word of Hashem, that's like fire, is malaben umezachech the midas. It um, it refines the character of a person from Demos Lerner Teilushma, of the person that studies Teilushma, as Ozain Amoichal Alalbaina, that he should forgive his insult. But in order for a person, even a person that studies Teilushma, to actually become a refined person, as a Zoma Chatchilin is film, can Elben, that he should not even experience insult, for that, of course, he's going to have to put in the effort. It's only that he's closer to be able to achieve it. So those are the things that you have to do them on your own. You have to achieve them on your own. Ches, but on the other hand there is There are certain things that the person that studies Tehra actually achieves them fully. Even without any effort on his part Ledugma, for instance, Eivas Hamakim, Eivas Abrias. He loves, he loves Hashem. He loves people. Mesamech Hamakim. He brings joy to Hashem. Mesamech Abrias. He brings joy to the people. Benenim Emenu Eitzav Esushia Bino Gvura. They benefit from his counsel and so on. His understanding, his strength. And it gives him um, royalty, rulership. It puts him on a higher standard, so to speak. And since he is a person that loves people and brings joy to people, therefore, of course, if a person likes people, the the title Shema gave him the quality that he become he brings joy to people. He he likes people as a result of his learning Torah. So then, of course, he will not do anything that would be considered to be lack of good conduct between him and other people. even more, and it's only because, specifically because he studies he reaches, he merits to have an elevated state of his intellectual power. Even in worldly things, so that he can give advice not only in Torah but even in worldly matters. He is able to give advice which the Torah, the Mishnah says people will actually enjoy, benefit from it. It will be a good Eitzah because they will actually benefit from it. And since people will benefit from his counsel and advice. Of course, that will bring joy to the people. He, they gave a, he gave a good answer. He, got a, he solved the problem for us. Test. The funnest verstandig from this we understand, as in the Maim of Rameir is da'a that in this statement of Rameir, there is also a lesson, not only for the one who studies but also for other Jews which are not yet another person that is not on that level yet because that person could think since a person that is involved 
you know, who is preoccupied by studying Torah has to, of course, remove himself from worldly matters and from people around him and so on. So a person like that would be ignorant of the ways of the world. He wouldn't have the knowledge that it takes to be able to advise in that matter. But because if he did have that kind of knowledge, that would of course mean that he's not really an because he has knowledge of other things too. When did he have time to gain that knowledge? Certainly that you can't rely on his advice in worldly matters. Or in... Uh, and how to go about conducting matters for the for the community. This is not something that he understands. This is not something that he knows. And therefore, you're not going to consult with him about that. Bavarin to Zerameir. says, No, other but to the contrary. Dafkets lead them. Specifically because he's Isaac B'Tayr is a Zeichet Tzuas He merits to have a complete understanding, a a well rounded understanding in Yanya Ailam, even in worldly matters, and the Fadis Menu Aits of Shia, that's why you will benefit from his counsel and advice. As the Aits of Asagit is an Aifan Funanim that the counsel and advice that he gives is something that you can actually benefit from. Over Pashtus and simply put, in the if the person that you're consulting, this is a Lema doesn't have the proper understanding of the matter. That is a Chapalt and Fagabanaitza. Obviously, he's not going to give advice on something that he doesn't understand. Abul Idah, but on the other hand, if he does express his opinion and he does give advice, is Dan Klor, then clearly this is the correct. Advice according to Torah. And even if it might sometimes appear that the advice that he gave is not really doesn't seem to have any logic to it. Since the Torah, the 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 studying of Torah Lishma gave him the schus that he is a person that loves people and he gives brings joy to people. Is a double butter as an enemy So therefore, clearly, it will lead to having to uh, benefit. His advice will lead to benefit. As from the eights of us, again, zayinik an oyev umitn that from the the advice that he gives because he is a person that loves people. And he has the Kayakatira, but Mengivisa Nam, there's no question that it will lead to actual benefit. Yud. The mitvet oich zain fashtani the Loshna Mishnah now will understand also the wording in the Mishnah which says Megadalto Imaremamte al Kolomasim that it it makes him greater and it elevates him above all that is happening. Adas is Nishama Kefaloshan that the word the the double words here, it makes him greater and elevates him above, are not just re- repetitious, you know, poetic license. Why not? Because according to everything that we said, it comes out, as in them, that in the type of personality that this person, the there are two different levels. 
Number one, mitzadzayin etzim, oisig in teireh l'shma, is a hechaf an alein yonei ha'elam, pukvit teireh alein. Because of his com- complete investment in oisig b'teireh l'shma, he is essentially higher than all worldly matters, like teireh itself, which transcends worldly matters. Two, number two, on the other hand, mitzadzayin dvarim harbets, velcher zeicha, because of the many things that he merits as a result of it, those give him the gift of having an understanding of the world. Even though the worldly matters are, of course, on a much lower level than he is at, because he studies Tarelishma, but still he has a good understanding of it anyway. In accordance with these two opposing levels that he has, on the one hand, he's above worldly matters but at the same time he also has a good understanding of it as a result of the merit that he was given understanding so the Mishnah uses two expressions what, are, what does it mean? Godel passed in vergleich zu einem was hat an erich zu em not it is kleiner von him when you say he is greater than something it means that it's something within range of him but he is greater than it. He's on a higher level, but it's still within range. You can call yourself greater than it. Reimamus weist, when we talk about Reimamus elevated above, weist of adabhoibenkeit und an abgetrogenkeit, that expresses a completely a removed status from the thing lower than yourself. That the person that's called Merumam, elevated above, means that he's completely removed from the lower level. Not that he's within range of the lower level, but on a completely removed, higher in a completely removed way. How does that translate to our matter? Because of the many things that he was given, as a, as a uh, the merit that he was given for studying which those things are involved in matters, worldly matters and creation. Is a God on that level he is merely greater than all those things because he is now involved in worldly matters but in a greater way. His greatness over the worldly matters is within range because he is also somewhat connected to worldly matters, not it is aggressive as they, but he's greater than that. But when we look from the perspective of the fact that he is an Isaac Batalushma, is it in Gansen Obgetrogan and Hechafun Kalinyon Eilam? From that perspective he's completely removed from all worldly matters. And that's why the Mishnah uses also the term and it brings him to a level which he is completely removed from everything that is in within the realm of worldly matters. Yudalif. Afalpias the darga from Isaac betoril shmaz in an oifent midi is nished to yedin einim shayach. And although this level of somebody that is uh, so deeply involved in betoril uh, shmaz in a constant, constantly, is not something that is is uh, within the reach of every person. Zokta b'dal Tanya. Still, the Alter Rebbe says, 
as the Gavonim for Lushma Dav Zayim by Yedir and Alkaponim Betchil Salimud, that one has to have a, you have to have a Kavonim, you should think about that the mitzvah of Limudat Torah is Lushma, at least at the beginning of the learning, you commit yourself to try and be and study Torah Lushma. That's what the purpose of learning is. So, one perhaps could say that the explanation of this is since the Torah of Hashem is infinite. Therefore, how can a human mind, which is so limited, how can it hope to grasp the infinite wisdom of Hashem? The only way that you can actually hope to do that is if a person is in a state of bittel, that his own metzias, his own mind is sort of set to the side, at least not that he doesn't use it, but that isn't what is the focus. Yeah, we said that. Because of this bittel, he is able to receive the infinite wisdom of Hashem. Similar to what we find by Matan as the cleats or Kabbalah's Torah is given the bittel from Zeyazog, Nasim, and Ishma. That how did they merit? How did they prepare themselves? How did they become able to receive Matan Torah? Because they said Nasim and Ishma, they expressed the absolute level of bittel. And by saying Nasa before Nishma. So in other words, that's what allowed them to be able to receive the Chachmasah And the same is true also for every Yid. As Eder on the Seder from that before you begin the study of Torah, at the time when you are actually studying the psag uh, din the, 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 the is that you should study Torah even if it's Shalai Lushma. Then you should, uh, you should study Torah even Shalai Lushma. But at the beginning of the study, before you begin, you have to put yourself into a into a similar situation that the Yidin were when they received the Torah to begin with, uh, that they uh, that you're receiving so that you set yourself aside, you go into a state of bittel so that you can receive the Chachmas Yishalakadosh And that is experienced by this expression of bittel which comes from your intent to learn Torah Lishma, that you set your goal as not having a personal agenda in your learning Torah. Having an agenda means, of course, you. That brings out the you. You have an agenda. But you make the resolution that you want to learn Torah Lishma which means that you have no agenda. In other words, that it's just the Torah which is your interest. That's the bittel that you experience before you begin learning. And that's what the Alter Rebbe says, that at least at the beginning you should have a machshava to learn Torah Lishma. And thus is the tam. Favos the Mesadar Abraise hat ongehoibn de Braise von Kinyan Torah mit dem Maimah von Rabmeir. And that's also the reason why 
the one who, uh, the author of the Brises, put the statement of Rab Meir, which is in Pedic, uh, the, the Brises of uh, the sixth Pedic of Pirkeiovis, is called Kinyan Torah. How does one achieve Torah? How do you acquire Torah? That's the first Mishnah is Rab Meir's Mishnah. The Lechayra Tamua, because you could ask about this. Free of Gipas bringing the Brises was an Mezaris of Limited it would seem that first he should begin with teaching how, you know, encouraging that one should study Torah, basic Torah. And then you can go to that's a very high elevated level. That's how you start the, uh, the Bryce of Kenyan Torah. So the answer is while the price of Ginyan because this sixth Perik, Kinyan Torah, which we learn on the Shabbos before Shavuos, which is it tells you, it sets the agenda of how one has to prepare to receive the Torah on Shavuos. Was the say there is, and the order is zum alameshen father zur ditnuah for noisik b'tayilushma. The very first thing you have to do is commit yourself to tayilushma. Experience that bittel. Was durch dem is a memakabel tayir. Through this, you set yourself in a state where you can receive the tayir. When erz do not chayp zechon the seder from living that tayir and only then do you get to the actual study of tayir after you've experienced the bittle of committing yourself to Torah Lishma.